Hey y'all, it's Kiara, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of For Realness Sake. I'm so excited to be here again, and hey YouTube, I know y'all can see me. <laughs> I'm excited for today's guest. Her name is A.B. She is a licensed marriage and family uh, therapist. I don't know why I forgot about the T. And we are here to talk about millennial wifehood. Hey A.B., I'm so excited to have you. Hi, Kiara. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for your invitation, and I cannot wait to talk about millennial wifehood. Yes. Oh, my God. It's like, I don't know. It's an, It might be a newer concept because us as millennial women, we're getting into being married, starting families, and living our lives, and we've noticed some things. And, uh, okay, so I definitely want to give us space to talk about that. But before we get into it, introduce yourself to the folks. Hello, everybody. My name is Abrielle Farrow. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm a wife. I'm a mom of two, a boy, and a sweet baby. Nope. Oh. Nope. I switched <laughs> okay. it. Okay. I was about to say a sweet baby girl. Okay. <laughs> sweet baby boy and a sassy girl. Okay. Um, but we love her, too. We love her, too. I was about to switch it up, but we love her. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm also the CEO and founder of Transparent Truth Counseling Services. And so I'm just grateful uh, to be here um, and to get into the discussion um, with those titles in mind as well. Absolutely. Okay. So millennial wifehood. What do you think about that? First of all, what does it mean to be married in 2022? Can we just start there? We went through a whole pandemic. <laughs> yes, yes. What does it mean to be married in 2022? Are we keeping the pandemic in mind? I know you made that statement or just in general. All of it, child. All of it. <laughs> to be married in 2022 is what, what I have learned personally is to be an individual. Mm. To be an individual first. And so I was thinking about it. And I was like, what's the difference between marriage now and, you know, when my mom got married, maybe when her mother got married, from what I can see in my perspective. And even just talking to different people that it's the individuality. Like, I can be married, I can be a unit, but also be an individual. I can still have an identity outside of my marriage. And so for me, that is what I hold dear to my heart, especially in, during, in doing marriage with my husband. Yes, definitely got to keep that individuality in the mix mm -hmm. because a lot of times when we talk about being married, um, you know, it's the two become one, right? I'm still individual. I still got to have my own mindset, my own thoughts, my own hobbies, things that I want to do outside of just being somebody's wife. And so, Absolutely. yeah, for me, I got married very, well, I didn't get married young. I got married at 27, but I've been with my husband since 18. And so, oh, yeah. yeah, so you know, like how you go through, just talk about life in general, how you go through the changes of being a teenager to an adult. And how those things kind of happen naturally. And then you add mm -hmm, on this mm -hmm. long-term relationship on top of that, trying to manage those two things and still trying to be my whole self. My whole self, exactly. I, so I got married when I was 22. Mm. It was straight out of college. <laughs> and I did not know myself. But it wasn't until... I'll be married six years um, this year. So it wasn't until, like, 
year four until I start realizing like I don't know who I am and I think it's because my friend group they will intentionally date and I when I speak to them I hear them talk about oh I like this I like that I don't like this I and I was just like oh my gosh like you know who you are are you figuring out who you are and for me it I think me and my husband said all the time it was just like it was the thing you do or did like mm. after you go to college you get your degree you get married and then we were splitting up into uh we weren't married so it's like was i gonna go back home was he gonna go back home or could we have been in the same city and not married but it just felt like we needed to be married and obviously there were other things as to why but i feel like that was a big influencer and so mm-hmm. i was like wow i don't even know who I am because I always moved and thought as a human and so I found myself grieving that and I was like I have to tell my husband but in some sense I was nervous I was like oh if I tell him he's gonna think I'm like oh I don't want to be married and that wasn't the case but when we sat down and had that conversation he understood he was like oh I get it and so I was like I need to get this out because then I'm gonna start resenting my marriage so it's a whole deal. Yeah, you said some things there, especially mm-hmm. talking about always feeling like you have to move as a unit and not really knowing who you are. Mm-mm, no idea. I, I think that happens in general, just in life as women, us mm-hmm. trying to figure out, okay, girl, you know, we used to make our eyebrows thin, now they're a little bit thicker, and trying to figure out what we like in between, right? So then... Adding a whole family on top of that and saying, okay, now I want to go where you go. I want to be where you are. I want us to figure out things together. Mm -hmm. Wild. It it feels, for me, it it was chaotic because I wanted, it's almost like I was fighting for my individuality. It's like, yes, I want to be with you. Yes, I want us to do this thing together. But also, who am I outside of this relationship? And how can I find that girl? Yeah, going back to that idea about um, just like the the way you do things again, like you go to school, graduate, you get married, you had a baby. Okay, so I had a baby, and then that really twisted things for me because not only am I responsible for being a wife and all the things that come with that, but to be a mom, and that was a great shift. And oh, I dare to say, if I didn't know myself then, when I had a baby, I surely yeah. didn't know who I was because I got so wrapped up in the responsibility of taking care of a human. Mm-hmm. And so I think one of the biggest challenges, let me back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So my mom would be fine if I say this. I realized, <laughs> I wondered was my identity supposed to be wrapped up in a man in some kind of way the reason why i say that is because like my mom she would be like oh your husband going with you you going to walmart oh is your husband going with you i mean the most simple things and i'm like what is going on here i can go to the store by myself Mm. and so those little nuggets those little seeds had me wondering like do I need to have a man do I need because for me 
or for my mom I know that was for protection mm-hmm. and security oh if my daughter's married she's safe so she so mom was good but for me those seeds were like okay so can I exist without a man can I be safe without a man can I be secure can I go to the store by myself mm. without a man and so I just had to start there like it, it was so nuanced in what ways you feel like have you been able to like come into your own as a wife because I feel like it's still different Ooh, coming into my own as a wife now I think mm-hmm. that I, I would say before I became a wife I think I was more a wife stereotype like I would cook every day um it was always a new meal whatever I cooked for dinner was lunch then it was a new meal after that and girl I wasn't even mad I was somebody's girlfriend slash fiance you know shacking up in an apartment okay (laughs) and I had this idea of what I thought a wife looks like so I'm like yeah let me cook for him let me make sure everything is good once I got married and I realized that, oh, this is like an everyday thing. This is just not like, you know, something we're going to do for six months. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to scale back and say, whoa, what do I need? Like, what do I want mm-hmm. my marriage to look like? What is sustainable for me? And so that looked like having conversations about what I didn't like. Like, hey, I know we're married. And I know this is new, but... I don't like this. Immediately, we got to stop doing this. And it was like, you know, just having those conversations. But it took me feeling burnt out, feeling like I couldn't, like I wasn't doing a good job, quote, Mm -hmm. at being a wife. So I felt overwhelmed, you know. Um, And and that's, did I answer that question? I feel like. You did. And it just sounds, and that takes me back to the question (laughs) of like, what does it mean to be a wife today? And it's almost like, to have a voice yes. that I don't have to lose my voice in this union yes. and I think that's the same for me my mom again is like oh y'all eat it like if I bring fast food you brought your husband something mm. <laughs> relax. he go eat child <laughs> relax so you cook well actually I hate to drop this bomb but with the line of work I was doing my husband cooked and that mm-hmm. worked for us but I think maybe, possibly back in older generations, like it wasn't like a that was a no brainer. It was no question. Yeah, yeah. You're a woman. You're cooking. You're cooking. Clean, you're taking cooking. care. And the difference now is like mm, we actually kind of doing what we need to do to make our relationship work. Mm. And so if that means that meal is ready when I get home, that's fine. <laughs> And we go eat regardless. Exactly. <laughs> and if it calls for the roles to shift in any other any way, like I'm at home now more, so we can switch. It's fine. Yeah. You bring up a good point when you talked about um, cooking and stuff like that and those sort of responsibilities. I was watching um, the Cosby show. I know it's scandal, right? But we still love a good Bill Cosby show, okay? Okay. <laughs> There was a particular episode where Claire was talking to Alvin and he was saying he was off Claire had offered Bill coffee. 
and she, and he was like, oh, I didn't know you did things like that. And she was like, did things like what? Serve. And so this became a whole thing where she had to basically put Alvin in his place talking about, you know, I don't serve my husband. If I'm going to get a, a, some coffee, I can get him coffee too and vice versa. But I think even that was revolutionary for that time period because we were still in that era of women doing all the things for men on top of being somebody's mama and having a full-time job. So talk about how, for you, what you think has changed um, and what you see in the world and how things used to be maybe back then and how they are now. What has changed in your uh, view? Mm -hmm. Listen, you said it. We not doing it all because we don't have to. But I think that's the difference. And that's my difference personally. And I I just said this yesterday. I don't have to do it all. Because I think back then, doing it all was glorified. Mm. And now we're taking the definition of motherhood and wifehood. like, Or just being a woman. We do not have to do it all and it be okay. Back then, maybe it wasn't okay not to do it all. It's like, well, what's wrong with you? Oh, you're not putting your kids first? What's wrong with you? You're not putting your husband first? What's wrong with you? So I think this society is trying to adapt the idea of, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do it all. I don't have to do it all. I have help. That is why dad is there. That is why aunties are there. That's why my village is there. I don't want to do it all, and I don't have to. And being okay with the I don't have to part. I think there's still spaces in the world where, like, someone called me super mom. I have a love-hate relationship with that idea because I don't feel super all the time. Mm -hmm. And so if I give myself the label of being super mom and I'm actually not feeling super, now I'm beating myself up because something is wrong. Mm -hmm. Super mom meaning I do it all. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So that's the difference. Back then... They felt like maybe they had to do it all, or what does that say about me? Mm-hmm. Now I think we're coming, we're a work in progress, and we're coming to the space of I don't want to, I don't have to, and that doesn't take any credibility or value away from me. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I think that's exactly what it's about, and, and just saying that, hey, I we I don't have, the kitchen don't have to be clean every day, and we're still good to go, right? Mm-hmm. Taking away that like that warped sense of responsibility in your household, I think is, is my biggest Mm -hmm. takeaway from that. And also feeling like we are partners because a lot of times, like in those older TV shows like that, aside from the Cosby's, um, there was like this, this gender specific role for everything. And it's almost like, well, I got to ask my husband or I got to, you know, I got to, he like husband's the only person that is allowed to make change or bend the rules and so mm-hmm. i noticed that even in my own um re- my own uh i guess example of marriage with my mom she was married to a guy they're no longer married um but even during those times we were a heavy christian household and i spoke about this before where it was almost like you know we didn't eat if he wasn't home you know he had to be served first um you know he got the biggest portion which is fine because he's a man or whatever but like you know big piece (laughs) of chicken like everything like wait hold on but that was kind of like how i grew up thinking that somehow because he is the man and that being the only qualification 
you know, he gets these extra privileges and things and we somehow have to um, be up under that or like just respect the fact like, oh, did he open it? He get first dibs on whatever's in this house. Uh, And I I just, yeah. So I think now being married, that's out. And I've talked to Dante about it. Like, hey, when we have kids, would you want your kids to be served first? Because I felt like it was like a... Like, I, it, it felt heavy for me. Like, I don't know if I like that. And he was like, if the food's ready, eat. You know, it's not like a big deal for him. So I think that's one of the things that I noticed straight away that we weren't doing or that has changed. You know, I think that was about reverence, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was the way they reverence the husband for going out and working and doing all the things. But I think the difference is now. Mm-hmm. We have, or at least for me, I have found a, a different way of, well, for one, my husband don't care about that stuff, right? He's the Period. type of person that really <laughs> gets on my nerve because when I do cook and it's hot, he won't eat it because he's like, not hungry. Oh, or just my husband's like, the same way. They rather warm it up. I'm like, eat it while it's hot, please. Yeah. <laughs> so that wasn't a thing, but also I think that was in the day, like their idea of reverencing their husband you know, for going there and making the bacon and doing all the thing. But what we're realizing now, especially with COVID in mind and people having to stay home, mm-hmm. staying home, taking care of house, minus the kid, is a job. Yes, amen. And so then you add kids to it and extracurricular activities. And if I'm responsible for all of that, I will say me and my husband had a time where he knows what it feels like to be mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> she put that in quotes, he, y'all. <laughs> as much as he can. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was in a position where he had to do it all. And so now it's not the well, and another thing, I've been working. But you know, I'm just thinking about everybody hates Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working, so it's not like I'm home, but there are times where or were times when I first had my newborn, I would stay home most of the day and I'll just see clients at night. And mm-hmm. so, like, he realized, like, oh, you staying home need reverence as well. Yeah. Like, that deserved reverence. Mm-hmm. And he, and it wasn't until he put himself in that position to really see, like, what a job it was. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. Oh, and a yeah. lot of people <laughs> don't have that. I mm-hmm. am reminded of, I don't know if you watched Married at First Sight. You watched that? No, I gotta get into it. Love is Blind is my thing. I Oh, Love is Blind is good too. But Married at First Sight, there's like this whole like thing where I, I, afterwards I'm, we're always having conversations about it because it just speaks to how narrow-minded some people are when it comes to being uh-huh. married. And so there's this new season, I don't know what, I think it's season 12. Um, they're coming from Boston, if anybody's tracking on that. And there's this one particular couple. The guy's name is Olajuwon, Olajuwon, and his uh, his wife. I can't remember her name. Starts with a K. Anyway, um, he has like these very rigid and restrictive ideas of what a marriage should look like, and he has judged this girl from sun up to sundown about what she is not doing. I mean, everything from uh, cleaning. To, you know, he want a fresh breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. 
um, you know, she but just like specific things like looking to him and talking to him first and being all these things where I'm like, oh my gosh. And if she doesn't do it, like let's say she did it yesterday, but she doesn't do it the next day, he's like, I'm questioning your abilities to be a wife. I'm questioning your womanhood, like everything. And this girl has been torn down since day one of being on the show. But she came in, she was very, you know, I'm very independent. She was very um, self-confident in her abilities to be someone's wife. And every week you can just see how he has just torn her down. So let's talk about how important it is to seek counsel for things like this or just to have other people. How important is it for you to be, to have married friends that can kind of tell you, girl, this ain't right. Your husband doing something crazy or just to bounce those things off of. Because what I've noticed is that a lot of people are getting their marriage advice from Instagram and TikTok. And it's like a whole, it goes from, it's, it's crazy. So how important yeah. is that for you? And what do you recommend? Oh, goodness. Oh, well, <laughs> you can't make your friends be married. But facts. I, for one, <laughs> am so happy that. Uh, okay, I was married first, mm-hmm. 22, right? And so now my friends are starting to get married. And it's like a wait because the world, right, just make marriage is glamorized again, or maybe weddings are, but that's another thing. Yeah. Um, it's glamorized. And so you don't really see, I'm trying to even think of like re- reality show. I don't know. You don't, I don't see much with married couples and what that looks like on the inside so having married friends has been a treat to me because we can have candid conversations Mm -hmm. about what's happening what we have experienced what was hard for us what what's working and so and it just also gets you out of the idea of thinking well this is just us yeah because when you think it's just us and it's just me and it you know it's just our marriage and it's it's not normalized Mm -hmm. then they make you feel like oh we're doing something wrong right but each day we're learning (laughs) and so being able to to your question being able to talk to my friends and have over and even some people they commit to having like mentors that's been married longer than them Mm, because they've been through a lot and so half of the things you may go through they be like oh yeah that was your two for us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so well, maybe I can, you know I have people I can go to um, if need be but yeah absolutely and I actually have um, my matron of honor she started a group in Savannah where it's called like the it's, I forgot the name of it but it's about marriage and I guess married couples come around and they just talk Ooh. almost like an open group therapy without the credentials like yeah they just talk and so I think that it's so important for nourishment and to realize like, oh, we're not the only one. Because it's a lot of people that are ready to give up in their marriage because they feel like this is just us, right? And so even if you need to go to counseling or have a marriage uh, therapist or any therapist, you know, who work with couples, if that's the route you need to go, take it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, something else that is is frequenting on you on instagram is um bill responsibilities and how yes so in this new age a lot of girls are saying you know absolutely uh what we doing as far as 
uh, finances and things like that are concerned. So back in the day, in this time frame that we're giving ourselves, it was, you know, men pay for everything. Um, women just kind of be cute on the side or whatever. But now it's coming into, oh, if we're not married, we I'm paying 50-50. And then there's another conversation of, even if we're not married, you're supposed to be courting me in this way. I don't want to pay for anything. And then you have the women who are like, I'm a boss girl. I can do what I want. I'm going to just pay for everything for the man. And so to mm-hmm. see how these different conversations have been going on, I'd be on like, the neighborhood talking all that too so kind of seeing what they're saying but it just seems like there's been a lot of buzz about what um, finances look like in a relationship and how those things have kind of changed over the years what are your thoughts on that girl if we can only just mind our business okay (laughs) when it comes to no seriously because you have some people are like Oh, if your husband is not paying all the bills, he's not a man. Mm-hmm. Huh? Right? And so, and and that works for them. So, I saw this post that's like, you know, do what works for you. If you're somebody, if you're a man that want to, or feel like you need to, or that's how you experience manhood in your relationship, and you want to do that, find somebody that that works for, be yeah. with them. If you're somebody that's like, okay, I need half, um, we have to go in this together. Right? Mm-hmm. Do that. Do that. I don't have to judge somebody else's relationship because it don't work for me. That works for them. Yeah. And so that makes me also think we have created all of these narratives so that people are new to the marriage, right? And they feel like, oh, aren't you, are you supposed to be paying all my bills? Oh, but you're right. not. And so yeah. now I'm, I'm causing this whole grievance in my marriage, that doesn't even fit for me. It ain't got nothing to do with us, ma'am. <laughs> nothing right, to do with but us. I carry these ideas as if they're mine, and I hold them so tight. Mm-hmm. And so, it's just like, oh, now I got a grievance in my relationship. Mm-hmm. Because I took this idea that wasn't mine. Mm-hmm. Do what work for you, and for be with somebody who agrees. Yes. I think that's the best thing that you can do. These conversations get real raggedy in the comments all the time. And it, and it really boils down to just what what is within y'all's capacity as a couple? What, ha, what have y'all decided? And just go with that. <clears throat> so I love that. Mind your business. Mind, mind your business, mind your marriage, yeah, all those things. Work yes. for you. Sometimes that's just the answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Huh. So, as a millennial wife, mm-hmm. what are some things that you could give to other girlies that are choosing to get married soon? Um, what are those first moments of growth that you notice in your own relationship? How can we inspire the girls, encourage the girls, motivate the girls? Yeah. I think it, we kind of spoke to it. Is know who you are as an individual as much as you can while you can because in my situation again I'm grieving this whole process of not knowing who I am and Mm -hmm. now that I found me it's great but I still found me in a marriage so that's always going to look differently than outside of a marriage so figure out what you like what you like to do who you like to hang out with all of the things if you're dating date I know some people have this idea like I don't want to date multiple people Mm. versus 
you know, some people really condemn that. Like, don't date multiple people. Do what you do. Like, if you want to date until you, like, okay, I like you or I, I like these characteristics in you. Do whatever you need to do to know who you are, what you like, your values. Um, even question your values. Okay, is this mine or is this something that I picked up from somebody and I held it as true? Yeah. Like, am I getting married because I'm pregnant? Or am I um, getting married because I'm, I just graduated and we're about to part different ways unless we're together? Because we... <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Try to know who you, mar you are as much as possible. And yes, when you get into marriage, you're going to change. But at least you know who you are to your core and your foundation. Solid. That's solid advice. I will have to echo that as well. And add to it, communicate with your spouse as things are changing for you, as we have these outside influences, as your mama is suggesting what she thinks should be done, and your dad and all the people in between. Just talk to your spouse and say, hey, this I think is changing for me, right? Like, I don't know if I want to be the girl who cook every day anymore. So how can we help that change how how can we yeah. what can we do differently and just keeping in mind that relationships are meant to grow right and so everything yeah. is not going to always be how it is so i think that's been my main lesson i'm grateful for my husband who is very flexible in a lot of ways where i yeah. can he's like i know you're growing i know you're changing i'm doing the same so let's just make sure we check in like a oil change every couple Absolutely. miles we got to Make sure everything is good. So I would suggest that. Yeah. And I would even speak to those who want to be married mm -hmm. and um, maybe haven't found a partner yet. I know y'all might be tired of people saying this, but it is so true. It is okay to be where you are. Yeah. This world makes you feel like I'm 30. I'm not even in a relationship. What am I doing? Mm. Negative. Negative. You still have a lot of ground to cover where you are. Yeah. And the reason why I just want to put a lot of emphasis on this is because I have clients who experience this. I'm not mm. enough if I don't have a marriage. Yeah. I'm not enough if I'm not a mom at this age. Mm -hmm. You have so much ground to cover. And both sides are beautiful. I don't think either grass is greener. It's greener wherever you at. It's green oh, where you water. Oh, no, what the post say? It's green where you water. water. Mm -hmm. It's green where you water it. So if you're in singleness, intentionally be single. Yeah. Whatever that looks like for you. You know, and so, yeah. That it's is okay good. That is yeah. good. Just water your own grass. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Yes. Well, I know on your, um, I looked at your Instagram. Your Instagram is so beautiful, by the way. It's like very thought out, very nice. We love that. Thank you. You're welcome. But I also noticed that you said you were accepting new clients. I get to have, uh, I get the opportunity to speak to people all over the world through this podcast. And so if you got some folks that might be listening that are in Georgia, why don't you give them some information about where they can find you? Alrighty, so you can find me at www.transparenttruthcounseling.com where you'll be able to see all the information you need to see, my ideal clients, 
um, kind of falls in line of what we're talking about, you know, mm-hmm. those clients that maybe feel like I'm not enough due to whatever, even if it's not being a wife, but just the idea of I'm I'm not enough or I'm not doing enough or I'm supposed to be somewhere or what is next for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you'll be able to find that on the website with um, my contact information with my email, abriel at transparenttruthcounseling.com. And I think that's all. My yeah. Instagram is at Abriel Farrow, A-B-R-I-E-L-F-A-R-R-O-W. Yes, ma'am. And I'll be sure to link that in the notes below. Ma'am, I, I don't know. I'm feeling like we might need a series on this. Maybe like another. You was thinking it. You was thinking it. Yeah, you was in my <laughs> mind, girl. <laughs> so maybe ma'am, we'll come back Yes, because it's so much. And I feel like this was just like an introduction to what we think and how we feel about mm-hmm. our millennial wifehood. So maybe you'll come back again and we'll we'll talk about it again and, and open up some more specific things. Oh, sounds spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I thank you so much, Kiara, for having me. I'm so grateful. Thank you. No, I'm glad I found you. Uh, and I, I, I'm sure I will be talking to you again. So Absolutely. thank you so much. Thank y'all for listening. We'll see you on the next one.